What's up, world? It's time. No more pretending. Preseason is over. Who can even remember what happened? It's your boy Sway from MTV News. And we are back with episode Michael Jordan's comeback season number of Knifey Knifey Lion Lion Radio. My name is Jonah, reminding you that we may have lost a Brian Malone, but we still have a Chuck Wharton, and mm-mm-mm, he counts for at least seven normal people. Joining me in the first place palace is informed instigator, Zach. Hi. Hello. Also joining me <laughs> via technology is Nick from Soccer. Hi. Mm-mm-mm. Today... Let's put a bow on the preseason with our final preseason recap. 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 You guys are all expecting a Koch watch, which means if you zag, wait, fuck. If you zig, <laughs> I zag. Or if you zag, you know I got a zig. So I won't do one. But I'm sure we'll mention him. We'll also see if our uh, MLS season predictions have changed at all after actually viewing the team. I'll give you a brand new edition of Kevin's MLS We'll do some potpourri, and then we'll turn off our mics, possibly forever. Um, probably not. This week, um, we decided to go through the whole preseason. Then, uh, <laughs> once the season starts, we're out. I don't want to talk about real games. Uh, but if you're listening, John Hark's John Cave, Arks, of Wonders, Cave of Wonders, that's the thing. Also, tentatively, still sponsored by Speedway. Speedway. Nick, Speedway, talk to me. Yeah, so um, nothing. I haven't been to Speedway. <laughs> I seriously, man, I've been hitting UDF. I'm just there's all kinds of clothes to be bought there, and I've been <laughs> stocking up beanies, gloves, ice scrapers, sunglasses. It's probably about all. it. <laughs> Pocket protectors. Actually, no, I did um, usually get those um, uh, Duraflame logs. Yeah, and I I did stop at UDF and pick one up the other day, so that's my latest gas station purchase. Yeah, I used to buy those when I lived down by Big Bone Lick by myself. I uh, yeah, would heat, <laughs> would, would heat the house with wood, and uh, that's the easy way to do it. Duraflame. You're like, wow, Zach living alone at Big Bone Lick. We don't have the full story at all. <laughs> so uh, Amelia, <laughs> if you got questions, you have to DM them because that's too personal. For the pod, let's get right into it, uh, Speedway. Speedway. This week's recap. recap. Let's not forget Wednesday we played the Chicago Fire. Nick, you probably already forgot. Don't say anything. I'm going to keep going now. But we did. We started what you would think was our B team, except for uh, Alan Cruz, who should be A team. And, um, wow, what can you say? One of the worst displays I've ever seen on the field. <laughs> but uh, the bright, shining moment definitely in the first half was our boy Spencer Ritchie with a start. Thanks to our porous defense, lack of midfield, and no holding offense, he was able to get a lot of shots on him, and I made some spectacular-looking saves. TT was sweating in his Polish sausage shoes, and uh, besides that, there wasn't a lot to hang your hat on. And uh, I don't know, Zach, do you remember? Can you go that far back? What do you remember? Chicago Fire, (laughs) B-team. I think you pretty much summed it up. Uh, You know, everyone had a bad day, but I think TT had the worst day, probably. (laughs) Him and Alan. Nick, do you remember that far back? Watching the stream. I I, I do. That was that was really bad display of soccer, pretty much. Uh, The two things I remember were us commenting about the lack of like chemistry. There was no building. There was no playing through the midfield. There was no fucking midfield. Period. 
Um, you had Chicago Fire who had guys up top, um, Alexander Katai, who just was a special player and something we totally lacked. But other than that, there was a ton of like errant passes and like shitty touches. And we were talking about like, are these guys just fucking tired or what's the deal? Like there's no real excuse to like not be able to like control a ball that's played to you on the ground. Even though we got crushed by the crew, that was like our play, our style of play in that fire game was awful until like the last like 15 minutes. It was an odd one too because that's the lineup that's been looking pretty sharp when they come in and everyone has been talking like, man, our USL guys, when they got on, they have all this chemistry and this and that, but they definitely did not have that. I think Koch summed it up pretty well that when one of the back three had the ball or if Richie had the ball, no one was moving for them. There was no movement in the midfield, like no one's showing for them. So they just have to get bypassed. And then Maddox is up there chasing shadows, I guess. That's not the right phrase, but he was. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like he must have been frustrated. Uh, he's got no service coming from anybody, anywhere. One that stands out for me is Nazmi playing out wide, and he's asked, he's being asked to defend most of that first half, and he just seemed like really out of his element. And it is. That's not his position. He's just these guys are being crowbarred into this formation that Couch seems hell bent on playing, and I just don't understand. Yeah, the, the kind of peculiar thing, if you take like a thirty thousand foot perspective of this whole tournament, was our USL guys played really well against the USL team, and our MLS guys did not play that well against the Battery, but our MLS guys played way better against the uh, other MLS teams. So, yeah, when they came in finally with like twenty minutes to go, you could uh, it was immediate impact difference it was the reverse of when the usl guys came in the other game uh lamar got a great outside the box goal eric alexander looked like the ballon d'or winner that we all suspected he was hilarious seeing him out there on the field <laughs> we've we've mentioned it looks like a rec league guy just stumbled out on the field kind of hunched over taller than you think and he made dax mccarty basically take a fucking dump in midfield and uh i could watch that till the cows come home but after the next game, I'm not sure he's a uh, he's the spark that we need. <laughs> it was uh, it reminded me of the entirety of last season where we played like shit and then one moment of individual brilliance and uh, then the result doesn't look bad. We moved on last night tonight Sunday. You're hearing this on a Monday. You're already confused. We played uh, Columbus Crew and the heck is real preseason fixture that chomping at the bit at this time we got what we would expect is close to our normal starting lineup eric alexander wasn't in that <laughs> and um what can you say from the jump we looked uh, outmatched outclassed and we were outperformed two two goals in the first 30 35 i don't know 20 i don't remember what it was an early goal a real early goal and then another goal both by giassi's artists on our boy tt and uh, before we get to the red card, which was awesome, how about those first 30 or so minutes of uh, looking like uh, chickens with their heads cut off out there? Yeah, I mean, to me, I think the difference is is that the crew, I mean, the guy, guys have been playing together, Egwene and Will Trap, you know, as artists, whatever. I mean, these guys have been playing together. They did, did really well last season. They're just a better, I mean, just a better team, and they know each other you know, much better than all of our guys we just brought in. And they have difference makers. We've got Iguane, who's playing some very creative through balls and setting up Zardis. You know, that just, to me, that was the big difference, is that we're playing two teams of guys that are <laughs> able to play. <laughs> Don't you dare mute that. <laughs> 
He was going to say. One big difference also, they've got, they've got a striker who uh, will bury his chances. Must be nice. <laughs> yeah, it's fun watching him with a glitch when you see uh, the, the the stream is loading horribly and it's slowly the ball is going down to Adi. Like, oh, here it comes. It's coming down. Chop, 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 chop. The ball reaches his foot in the anticipation of his touch. And slowly in the next frame, the ball is actually four feet the other direction. Yeah. But uh, they were, I mean, they were kind of sloppy goals, too. I know the one hit off someone's face and then like bounced back. And then, then they, yeah, had, so you, they had uh, the one where uh, Hoyt got shook and then Waston cleared it off the line. That was a certain goal almost, also. Nick, you want to put a bow on uh, <laughs> your point? Yeah, sorry about, sorry about that. No, I, I think that my point was that the last few games we just played. Teams that had special players, they're just you're just better when it comes to like moving the ball and, and knowing each other's positions and supporting each other. And um, we were just talking about like Zach's point out the formation, and it's just for me, there is just no midfield. I mean, it's just like Adi was having to go through in this crew game where we're just like bypassing the fucking midfield, and you know the crew was totally taking advantage of that. I mean, all their through balls coming out of the midfield into the box. I mean, they were just fucking dicing us up. I don't know. I think uh, I think we got to get our fucking midfield involved somehow. And if we don't, we're gonna we're gonna have a long season. Yeah, I agree. We were the better team. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will say, I, at the one point, there was a long ball from Waston to Adi. I was like, oh man, I hope this isn't the connection of the season. <laughs> Another classic. Austin to Adi ball. That's what we need. What do we think about TT? I've been a little bit hard on him. Some some of it I'm uh, you know just teasing a little bit. I'd say one was somewhat questionable. The other two you can't really put on him. But he has an overall vibe that doesn't leave me with a lot of uh, confidence in him. He seems a little bit like a flapper, a little bit like a flailer. You know, the one that was beat near post that felt like a kick save by somebody else, but he's just like so into diving. And uh, I don't know. I, he's not a lot to go off of, but uh, yeah. so far, Richie uh, was lucky. He got some chest high saves that made him yeah. look great. But uh, that near post goal would be the only question mark of the goals, because yeah, it seems like maybe you could block that with your foot. However, that one curler in the second half. I mean, he was full stretched. I think that was just perfect. No, the scary ones were like, yeah, he went for another one and flapped, and then there's the one he caught near post and jumped out of bounds. He's got a nervous energy. He does. He doesn't instill confidence in me. I don't know if that. It could just be just that. Me. That could be the problem with not playing in 18 months. Is that when you're finally in a game, you're kind of like a little jittery. And uh, but you know, I hope if he's gonna suck, I hope he's really bad. <laughs> For the point they're like, okay, we gotta make a change. I don't want him just like kind of suck. I and mean, like, we're just gonna stick with him because. Uh, Spencer's ready, okay? He's ready. I don't know if you saw, there were some hot takes. Some people, uh, like, how could we... This is what happens when we leave Evan Newton <laughs> behind. He should have been on this team. I'm like, well, Evan Newton was the backup last year, so he wouldn't be higher than a backup this year. But, uh, no, that's definitely true. Um, we're kind of lost without Evan Newton out there. That's <laughs> something that's been weighing heavily on my mind. Um, what else? Yeah. Let's talk about that that red card. Before uh, Lamar got that red card, I was he was probably the, the most exciting player on the field. He was juking a bunch of guys out. In fact, right before he got the red card, he juked through about three guys and then lost the ball and then was like, you know, fuck this. <laughs> Gonna take out Will Trap pretty hard. And he did. How about you, Nick? You got anything to say about Lamar, his red card yeah. or beforehand? Well, the red card uh, definitely looked worse at full speed. 
I mean, it, it, it's, it was definitely a card. Um, it looked like Will Trapp was basically, I mean, had his back toward him and two feet and everything. So, you know, whatever. But he was definitely the player, I think, out of all three games, for me at least. Um, even taking the goal that he scored aside, which was a great goal, that looked like he was the most creative in, like, you know, with some of his touches and the way he was able to hold possession. To me, he was, he was the guy I was kind of like, oh, okay. I'm glad this guy's on our team, um, you know, having to see these guys for the first time in these last three games. So, Zach, and you've just been the king of bashing with Roland Lamar all preseason. Do you have a, do you have a change of heart? <laughs> yeah, I like him now. I thought he was scum before. <laughs> uh, I, I was thinking when we were having issues signing him and we didn't really know what was going on, like, are we ever going to sign this guy that we picked up in the expansion draft? I had kind of gotten to the point. I was like, yeah, pff, we don't need Whatever. I could take him or leave him. <laughs> I mean, uh, it'd be nice to have another winger, but like, we don't need Roland Lamar. And then, like, as soon as he was playing, I was like, oh God, we need Roland Lamar. <laughs> it's like literally nobody else is playing like this, uh, or in this way, or creatively on the wing. It was like, wow, where would we be without him? And uh, yeah, we need him. So it was nice to see a little fire out there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's misguided. I think our starting eleven, if you took a survey, it would vary drastically from person to person, but. I think everyone would put him in for sure. Yeah, I mentioned I feel like uh, Darren Maddox is one of the 11 best players on the team. And so I hope they find a way to get him into the starting lineup. I don't know if Koch, who knows what's going on in his brain, but uh, I feel like he's got to be out there. He didn't do much great in that fire game, but it was basically him and Richie were the only things positive to speak about. And uh, so hopefully shoehorn him in there any way you can, because uh, Adi's not lighting the world on fire yet, even though he's got some goals in some way <laughs> but he's not inspiring too much confidence so get him out there get alan cruz out there if if eric alexander who i think is the best player on the team but if he's starting that seattle game that's the other sad part about the crew game was your boy deplanya was not super impressive no i guess his glory is his glory days when he played for montpellier he was playing center back but he's been playing you know, outside back for the last few years. But we've got him playing center back. we got Stanko playing center back. It's like, is he totally comfortable playing center back? But yeah, he hasn't covered himself in glory yet. That could be said for most of the players. I mean, I don't I don't have a credible opinion, so I've been Period. told. But uh, <laughs> I don't think any of these guys look comfortable with three at the back. No. And just in general, no one's been like, a, I mean, there's some obvious people like Adi's playing up top. And everyone, and the wingers are the wingers. But besides that, no one's looked like they're really like coming into their own <laughs> in a specific role. So no, and that was another thing we talked about in the game too. You got Blake Smith playing down the left. He was just terrified to go forward when he came in. Not once, like he'd receive the ball, he would never turn to his left to go upfield. Not once, he'd play it back to one of the back three, and they would just be under pressure and have to go back to the keeper. Or just booted away every single time. And it was annoying. And what me and Nick were talking about is that was the best part about Blake Smith last season. Is he wasn't afraid to go charging down the line with the ball and take people on. And you don't know what it is. Well, overall, I'd give our preseason an A+. <laughs> I loved it when we couldn't see him. Remember those days? <laughs> we could, there's a really shitty stream, maybe a cell phone from Montreal for a little bit. And they're like, why? Well, hey, we were right in that game. We're jailing, but then you can actually see him. Like, oh, I guess we got some work to do. Uh, there's not a Koch watch this week, but... Uh, Nick, got- do you think there's any chance in hell a month into the season we're playing a 3-4-3? I, I, 
At this point, I hope not. Uh, here's the biggest thing is where is our midfield? There is no midfield at all. Like, do you guys remember any legitimate attacks being built out of the midfield? And, I, you know, I got to be cautious here. I can't, I can't totally blame the formation, but it just, to me, it seems like there's an additional amount of pressure on our back um, when the other team has creative players like Iguain or like that Alexander Katai. There's just an additional amount of pressure, and we can't seem to build anything through the midfield. I mean, that's... I'm not totally blaming the formation, but I think that it contributes to that. And if that's the case, I just don't know how we're ever going to gel playing that if we got a bunch of fucking guys that have just coming in to play together for the first time, you know? Yeah, well, it felt like we were more solid defensively. This might all be in my head. After the card, and we kind of switched to four at the back. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I, no, I agree. And you were saying all along during the game is, like, what the fuck? Let's just play 4-4-2. And, like, I think... I think that's gonna that's gonna make more sense where we're at right now. So I think that's right. I think you're hitting the the, the nail on the head with the four four two. And as far as the the midfield, yeah, I can't. I'm sure he touched the ball, but like I hardly remember Bertone on the ball. Or Eric Alexander didn't get many touches either. I have like some recollection when Cruz came on of him carrying the ball a little bit. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, pretty much no one. But. Uh... People want that Koch watch. People are already wanting <laughs> to put the heat on. Um, yeah, I don't know. With Koch, like Kevin McCloskey had a tweet the other day, and he said, you know, we gotta we gotta be reminding ourselves that we got another whole new group of people coming in, and it's kind of like I was saying a couple podcasts ago. And I know people don't want to hear this, but like, you know, <sighs> we we got we gotta like we gotta understand that like, you know, we're bringing a whole new influx of people. We're trying to figure out what formations work with the personnel that we got. We're also trying to take into account, you know, we're playing teams at the highest caliber in North America that have guys that have been playing with each other for a long time. They play very well together. Um, As much as I, like, want to be pissed at Koch for the last two games. Yes. (laughs) I mean, I do. I want to – because Chicago Fire game was fucking pitiful. I mean, remember last year? Last year didn't start off so well. Everyone was all fucking bummed out. And it didn't – it took a little bit before we found a groove and started playing very well together. And – that might be the same thing that occurs this year. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not mad at him or angry with Koch. I just, uh, I feel like I just have a lack of confidence, which I'm, I'm happy to be proven wrong about. Um, if you guys remember my, uh, my world famous kill shot diss where I said, "Got a coach who can't lose." The call for his firing. <laughs> and that sums it up. It's like even when we were winning, I was like, oh, "You know, he's look great when we're winning," and you sound like an asshole. It's like if you took away the goals. <laughs> If they weren't scoring these goals, we wouldn't be winning. I'm fine with sucking the first year. I don't want to be embarrassed, but like I don't, I don't have these crazy expectations. I just want to see that first game. See, is he going to roll out what we just saw, formation and uh, team wise? Like, is that going to be basically it? So once I get see that Seattle game and I have like something tangible to like, okay, we're really going to go at it like this. I can set my expectations accordingly. But right now I'm still like, oh God, is this, is this how we're going to play? Or is he just doing the ultimate rope-a-dope? And we, we come out there <laughs> I mean, in nice. a fucking whatever. I can't think of a crazy formation, but something complete. Whatever the opposite of what we've been doing. He's like, oh, man, you thought you had tape on us? Well, guess what? We're playing six up front. We're playing one in the back. <laughs> and we're not using a goalie. But uh, we'll see. So I'll be excited to see that. I really hope we see numbers during the MLS season. That'll be real big if we can get some numbers out there. And uh, I mentioned this to you guys. I saw an Instagram video of the FCC kit guy. 
He was down there in Charleston with this fucking uh, heat heat press doing heat transfers on the front of these kits. They had the, they had the kit guy there. He's putting those tiny numbers on the front. Why didn't you just put them on the back? But no, doesn't bother me at all. Zach, you breathed. It, <laughs> you know, some might say it's not a big deal. <laughs> they would be wrong. <laughs> but it's... <laughs> It's really infuriating. It's so fucking stupid. Just the fact he was down there, I was like, oh, he, oh, he's there. And they showed, it was a video of him putting the tiny numbers on. Yeah, he's there. <laughs> they put it out just to fuck Applying num- tiny numbers to the front and not putting numbers on the back. Like, who is that for? And also, I mean. And for, yeah, anyone wants to say, oh, you can tell who they are, whatever. Just, there's a reason Players wear numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Just put them on the fucking back. Oh, it's so fucking stupid. And I don't want to say... <laughs> I'm getting so upset. There's no way to it. prove this, but tell me they wouldn't have played better wearing the new kits. <laughs> they're out there playing like it's a trainer. They're wearing trainers, and they're playing like it's a training session. I think the only way, you know, sometimes, you know, you go to a prom wearing t-shirt and jeans, you're probably not going to strut in the front door with your date. You get that tux, fits so nice. You're king of the world. <laughs> You're ready to take on all comers. You're ready to drop that V card. So I just think if, you know, God forbid we spoil the new kits that we've all seen, even though our boy Fiddle got to wear his with a number on the back. Nick, true or false, we play better wearing the new kits. Absolutely play better. Dress for success. Thank you. Well, and Koch even said, uh, and he's you know, a psychologist. Starting on Sunday, we'll switch to a uh, regular season mode. Why don't you try now? <laughs> Well, we've got it's, that. It's a week away. We've got that preseason game after the first game. Yeah. Why? Why on earth? Uh, any final thoughts on preseason in general from anyone? Uh, how you feeling? You feeling better than you were before preseason? Worse or about the same? I actually feel a little bit worse after those last two games. I guess it really just boils down to that it was there was so much discombobulation on our offense and 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 trying to build and. That was very frustrating for me to watch. And even the battery game, we talked about how the battery had the ball like an uncomfortable amount of time. Are these things I think can get righted? Yeah, of course. But I think after that preseason, I'm actually feeling, I don't know, it's it's pretty unsettling to see that we, we, we had such a hard time. We struggled so much to build almost anything. Zach, Nick says, sky is falling, Koch out. What do you think? I feel that way, I feel that way right now, but... That'll that'll pass. I'm very excited for uh, for the season to start, and um, I know we went through every game. I'm not as confident in the home playoff game. <laughs> <laughs> playoff spot, yes. Home playoff spot might be a big ask. There right has here. been moments uh, when you see our attacking players click for a minute here and there, where like you know they can be super dangerous. There is some speed and skill, so I think. We can win some games with them for sure. It's just a matter of like getting them the getting ball. the ball from the back three and up to them. Which sucks because that's the thing that like all the pundits have said. They're like, who's gonna get these guys the ball? I'm like, fuck you. Ever heard of Bertoni? Because <laughs> I did a couple months ago, and I watched one YouTube highlight. But then you watch the games, like, yeah, who's gonna give these guys the ball? And we had that that time, you know, that misleading goal against the battery that we scored at the beginning. I was like, okay, this is how it's gonna work. We're going to win it back. We're going to sprint down the side, two passes, cross to the middle, Adi scores. Like, if that works, you know, then that that's that's definitely a way to score. And uh, hopefully Greg Garza can play at some point. I keep forgetting he's on the team. 
that's got to help. But yeah, so playoffs for sure. Home playoffs a little bit in doubt. Uh, but before we go any further, let's let's take a break in the action. Let's get some some logical, cool column takes. I haven't heard it yet, but we've got a new MLS minute from Kevin. That's right, Secretary of the Pride, Red Army's finest tour guide of the Sign Museum. He does it all, or a few things. So now for this week's edition of. Take it away. In CCL, Atlanta and Toronto embarrassed the league, although Kansas City beat a Mexican team. Absolutely insane, but MLS Match Day 1 is already here. After being embarrassed in CCL, Toronto plays Philadelphia. A toasty seat already for James O'Connor against NYCFC. First year expansion side Columbus faces off against Red Bulls. Dallas's army of teenagers face off against the also-rans from New England. Nobody cares about RSL or Houston. The Timbers will probably destroy Colorado. A still-rebuilding Vancouver will play off-season champions Minnesota. In the most hyped matchup of 2014, it's Zlatan v. Schweinsteiger. San Jose's really good coach and really bad team play in a late one against Montreal. And then finally Sunday, two really good matchups. DC United against Atlanta for the early game and LAFC against Sporting Kansas City to cap off week one. All of this is to say, holy shit, we're in MLS. Oh, baby. Nick, what did you really, think? Really like what he said at 45 seconds. That's where he brought it all home. Remember his, Jesus, remember his first one that was the Fall Out Boy themed? You're like, wow, is every one of these going to be a different theme? No, it wasn't. So it was a one-off. Don't know what inspired that. But uh, I know I'll never forget. Remember that, Brian Malone? <laughs> That was one of the first 43 that you listened to, you psychopath. Uh, let's move on. This when I saw Brian Malone's okay, tweet, well, the first thing I thought was like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> no. These guys don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> I, I, I never claimed to have a clue. Anytime I listen back and I'm talking about the game, I'm like, man, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Hey, I'm here to hang out with my brother, talk about a team that I like, and... Uh, I base everything on a vibe. That's I don't know shit about formations, but I this just, one yeah. is not vibing right. Well, you know, <laughs> so I don't you, like sometimes it. Sometimes you just know when you watch. Yeah. Maybe less is more. Uh, voice crack. Also, uh, I don't know. Maybe you heard about Nick, Division One competitive soccer player. <laughs> yeah, he's here sometimes. <laughs> he's got thoughts too. Don't speak, Nick. I speak for you. Let's move on to this week's edition of Popuri. Uh Whoa, baby! Can we start with Justin Hoyt's branding? <laughs> Go ahead, Zach. Uh, it looks bad. <laughs> and what's the point? We've been here to set up where we didn't see Justin Hoyt. He likes what Kendall Waston does. Kendall Waston has a logo, a brand. What does it all mean besides being, being embroidered on hats? Nobody's quite sure, but uh, Hoyt wanted some of that lucrative action, so he came up with a J, split down the middle, H. And uh, he's out there. He's doing stuff. He's got a team of creatives on his side. I really got to get that Hoyt's Open restaurant shirt out before uh, his (laughs) brand fucking beats us to it. Uh, Nick, what what are you thinking? Well, man, I was really taken back when you guys were telling me that this is kind of like a thing. Like, you know, Kendall Watson's got his brand and uh, like Forrest Lasso. Like, I guess kind of knew that things like this occurred, but I, I never really 
took the time to sit down and think about it and it's like the first <laughs> the weird. first thing i thought well the first thing i thought is like like what is he gonna have like is he gonna have like apparel or what like i i was fucking clueless and i'm still kind of clueless so you're telling me he's gonna like come out with hats and shirts and shit and people are gonna want to buy it is that is that what i'm i'm gathering here well what was funny is that's what i said while we were all watching the game like who's gonna buy this and then i think we were all like huh People like us like, <laughs> buy for fun. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it would be a drop in the bucket, the amount of shirt sales. But uh, I'm happy to be proven wrong. Maybe he'll put his like logo on some like hilarious shit. And, uh, I could be into that. Chip clips. Uh, what's something that's open? I, I got to think about this some more. I know Nick said he's never sat down to really think about <laughs> Hoyt's branding, which would be weird. Uh, kids, kids, daddy's, I mean, I mean, daddy's got to sit I, I, down. I, I, he's got to think about, think about branding. <laughs> Leave me alone. Yeah, you remember that guy that just got smoked in a crew game? Yeah, he, uh, he's got a fucking t-shirt now. I need to get it. I'm just kidding, Justin. I still love you. He uh, did look fine, except for when... Oh, he, he got really, toasted. He no, really did get... <laughs> Uh, they shook him. Well, I don't know. I, I guess like I just I guess I kind of have problems buying jerseys with like someone's name on back in the first place. Like I don't, I don't really like individualized things. I guess I because whenever I buy a jersey of a team, it's like I'm never even like the Bengals or whoever. Like I'm never gonna buy a jersey with a name on back most of the time. I'm like just gonna buy that jersey of the team. So I don't know. It just I'm picturing I a guess, Bengals if, jersey if, if with no numbers. This is a bad I'm, luck. <laughs> If he's got chip clips, I'm, I'll fucking buy just another chip clip. Uh, I did buy a bootleg Deplon jersey, and um, that'll be here in three to twelve months. So I look forward to that. But yeah, football jersey without um, American football, without a number on the front, would look fucking hilarious. Just that big black open spot in a Bengals jersey. But what else? I don't know when this happened. What, what can we really say about it? But uh, FCC and the ballet came to some sort of uh, extortion agreement. That's settled. So it looks like the last impediment on the way to Stadiumville has been rectified. Also, uh, Just Cooking got set up. Just Cooking also got a lot of money. And uh, where's my handout? Am I right? <laughs> Fuck. Jeez. Uh, what else can you say, folks? What else can you say? Hey, get yours. Yeah, I guess so. I did see that um, what the ballet's thing was like noise under the noise mitigation fund. I don't know if that means we bought them a new roof or they're just going to, you know, wear headphones made out of $100 bills. <laughs> so I can't hear the screams and the pain coming from uh, Carlin or Stadium. I don't know. That's literally the only thing I had wrote for Bobbery. <laughs> the build up to the crew game, that do anything for you? Do you enjoy? Uh, they're still calling us Kentucky FC, which doesn't really make any sense anymore. Yeah, they're, also, they're still holding Harambe signs. Yeah, they have two Harambe banners. Uh, Nick, you had a few spicy potpourri takes this week. You didn't reveal it to us, and you didn't mention that you had any, but I know something's on the tip of your tongue. <laughs> Talk to me. Uh, no, I I, um, I got nothing. <laughs> nice take. Zach, you've been settling, settling into your new bachelor pad. Yeah. I had the uh, had Nick and Jonah over for the game last night, and uh, wow, that stream sucked. No smart TV can save that stream. <laughs> Actually, the picture looked fine when it was moving. Yeah, it looked great, but if it wasn't for 3DEF, um, we'd have been in the lurch. Actually, 3DEF eventually, he dropped the ball. His stream died. We were using, uh, we were using Darren from the Pride stream. Sorry, Darren. Redhead Darren. So thanks, Darren, for your Twitch 
stream. Sorry. Yeah, nice, nice Billy Joel at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Point, Corbin Bone, TT is another one. We didn't start the fire. Yeah, I thought that'd be a great idea. Just do it. Speaking, speaking no, no, no. Three. First, a parody of uh, We Didn't Start the Fire, but we, all we do is name players. Nothing, well, nothing but that. <laughs> but speaking of which, Nick, go ahead. No, three deaths. I, I was just going to point out, I did like three deaths. Um, meme of Alex Deck upgrading to FCC. I thought that was pretty funny. And Alex Deck actually liked it, too. Uh, I did leave the message that she was not her true self, and I didn't get ma- very many likes on that. <laughs> it's okay. It's par for the course with your tweets. <laughs> don't get a lot of that you you deserve, Nick. I don't get a lot of Steck likes. Uh, maybe I don't make memes about her, and she's probably given specific orders by Angry Liz. Do not engage with the knife. <laughs> the direct quote. Do not go grocery shopping with a dick. All right, Nick. Top three players of the preseason. Go. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Lamar. I think he was the guy that did the most for me in, retur- in, in regards to possession and offensive production. Um, I liked what I saw from Stenko early on. I didn't really see too much in the last game. I guess he did. He did him a score a goal at one point. Um, Stenko. I, th- I think he. I think out of everybody that was close to that midfield, I felt like he probably did the most for me but i'm sure i'm not thinking i'm i'm forgetting maybe some errant balls he played or something he's not but. my starting center back and and, <laughs> and uh spencer um, maddox ah uh, yeah probably i don't know maddox looks like he had a, like enough energy and the right ideas he just wouldn't get played very good balls so um, yeah, I'll go with Maddox. I, I think that would be my top three. He's allergic to balls. <laughs> <laughs> Maddox would be in my top three also. And Lamar. And I think Lasso had a d- decent preseason. Wow, which game was it where it was in Pat Brennan's Twitter and uh, everyone was praising Forrest Lasso? And uh, I was like, what? I just thought he kept kicking out of bounds the whole game. But, uh, I think he was overly praised in the battery game. Yeah, he didn't uh, score an own goal or anything. Uh, But his defending, I thought, was pretty good. um, Zach, did you want to answer your own question before I totally change gears before we end this? I just did. Oh, great, (laughs) great answer. Any other thoughts while we... uh, God, it's just one of those weeks. You know, I had so much to say last night, and then it's Sunday, even though we always record on Sunday, and I'm just like, who cares anymore? Brian Malone was right. Once the real season starts... Oh, baby. The pod's really going to pick up. I haven't had a song in months. Songs, inside sources, um, etc. I did make a beat for a, a diss for all the, the MLS writers. It's going to go pretty hard. Looks like it's not loading. So if we all just crash everything. This is going to be way too loud. I can't wait. Nick, you ready? Yes. You ready hit me. Uh, you won't be able to hear it, actually. <laughs> It'll come through the mic, probably. Uh, we'll see. Strauss, I think, did. Uh, he uh, hasn't posted since like November. He gave up 
He couldn't take the positivity of Twitter. Meanwhile, everyone else like Matt Doyle is bathing in the negativity. Uh, but yeah, my final thoughts. Fuck everything. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I, I, I do want to ask what. Please do. <laughs> the accusation was, if I remember, no credible opinions. If you're not going to have credible, blah, credible opinions, at least be funny. Well, there's nope, there was two, not funny. There was, there's two things here. Then. There was something about generational, and it's like, dude, I'm fucking 37, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. Do you, does he think like we're like super young or something? I mean, I don't. We're immature. <laughs> we are uh, immature, but it, no, we okay. also do have our finger on the pulse of modern pop culture, so we seem younger. We know both sides. <laughs> oh, that was a very backhanded. No, I, I don't understand. Like, what, like, what were we supposed to? What fucking opinions are you supposed to have when, like, you're just watching a team play together for the first time? Like, I don't know. Was it? I, I don't know. Whatever. It was but an interesting episode to give up on. Maybe he's a fan <laughs> of Liz Summers. Look, I've heard enough. Yeah. I think he's one of the guys that loves bashing people for saying FC. That was my take. <laughs> I think. I think he's salty about me coming down on him. The FC. But yeah, that was an interesting one to give up on. There's been plenty of bl- bad ones. I also uh, read the Home Alone screenplay from front to back. <laughs> um, had that Deplan one when I didn't know who he was. There's been some quote-unquote bad episodes as far as talking about the game of soccer. No, so this off very season, strange. This offseason has been borderline unlistenable. <laughs> <How> dare you. <laughs> Tell you what, though. The listens just keep going up. It plateaued the last two weeks. So maybe Brian's right. <laughs> Uh, so if you're not growing, you're dying is what they say in business. So uh, in that respect, we're as good as Dan. I do want to say, do. after coming off the news last night, that I am I am bummed that Mitch Hildebrand is retiring. And it was weird because, like, you know, obviously that fire game will always be just an incredible, like, just really incredible moment. And But when he left the team, I kind of like, yeah, and then when we played – ATL two last year, I was like, yeah, whatever, you know, better keepers, whatever. And I, I obviously still think that, but with him retiring, you know, like all these emotions came back as I was like, oh man, it's just really, it's just such a bummer. He seemed like he had so much more, I don't know, like left in him. I don't, I don't know what the deal is if it's an injury or something. He seems kind of young still, but regardless, whatever it is, it just, it was a bummer. So, Mitch, if you ever listen to this, <laughs> and I know you will, thank you for everything. Some some people said he retired last year. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Nick. Uh, no, he had a rough one against FCC. But yes, uh, some would no. say. I know. I know. Max would say because he said this today. I'll quote him. Kakarot would say, uh, possibly without GB and Mitch, maybe we're not talking about the MLS right now. So uh, you know, without without that those games, that, that cup run, some of those goals and some of those saves, we not we might not be sitting here being able to bash our uh, MLS team. We'd be bashing our USL team. So with that said, good on you, Mitch. Hmm. Getting emotional. <laughs> uh, yeah, Nick's right, but uh, like I said, you take a, we don't have a credible opinion. So if Nick <laughs> says, if Nick says thanks, you know, he might as well. <laughs> be saying fuck him and if i say fuck him we might as well be saying thanks because we don't know what we're talking about uh zach uh it was a breath of sadness <laughs> there's a breath of sadness in but, the air yeah i mean in retros in retrospect his move was a mistake but he had to right well apparently that he was not from what i told he wasn't guaranteed a spot or guaranteed a starting spot so he with uh, us yeah yeah so uh you gotta 
<laughs> what was the guarantee yeah, in Atlanta? Right. Come on. Yeah, but he made guaranteed money. Guaranteed money. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He had to go, but. Zach, your turn. Final thoughts. What time's the game? In Seattle? Yeah. 10 o'clock. Saturday? I think so. All right. It's in, it's in Seattle. <laughs> All right. Uh, I've heard we've sold over 350 tickets. So, good luck. That's, you know, everyone's flying. It's, it's a lot of ask. Well, actually, you didn't have a final thought. You just asked what time the game was. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> final thought. What time is the game? Great point. Nick, how about you? <laughs> going to ask what the temperature is going to be on Tuesday or something? I, I hope we see Maddox, Addy, and Lama. Cruz. And Cruz. Um, it's hard to say on Waston because that was the first I saw of him. At the risk of uh, uh, costing us several goals. I, I hope we see Hoyt out there. I just think it'll be hilarious. But what's Hoyt doing on this team? Like, baby, he's starting <laughs> game one. Justin Hoyt. And if we do this formation, there's a good chance he will. Yeah, it's kind of nice. I don't have, maybe I'll have some nerves about it on Saturday, but I don't right now because I think it's kind of like we've got nothing to lose. Expectations around the league are low for us. Um, Seattle's a slow starter in the yes, season. So I'm going to bank on that. What do we call this? A draw? In our predicting <laughs> prediction, episode. at least a draw, at best, at least a draw. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm sticking with that. Fuck yeah, five five draw, Nick. Yeah, I think it's going to be probably a draw. Um, I think it's going to be yeah, I think it's going to be one one. I think we're going to squeak a goal out, and I think Seattle's going to have ninety percent of the uh, possession. Unfortunately, I just don't think we're going to somehow find a way to gel going into that game beforehand, um, but. I don't think it's going to be as bad as uh, as, the, as these last couple games. Honestly, I think there's going to be the adrenaline's going to be you know pumping them up. They're going to be wearing their, their jerseys, like he said. That's definitely going to be numbers. taking them to the next level. They got Hopefully real fucking numbers. Ones. I'm excited, and part of the excitement is not knowing really what to expect. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm 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 super pumped about it. I think it's going to be. Uh, I don't know, one to remember. I will say uh, my final thought, you know, if we have some time to fit in some more spike ball, fit in some more team walks from point A to point B, I think we got it. I think that'll be the, the gelling that you need, Nick. It's been there all along. Wearing the SEC cold weather gear and walking <laughs> from the hotel. That's all these guys need. In fact, I don't even think they should come home. They should go from Charleston to Seattle. Just start walking. Maybe Charleston to Tacoma. Walk it off. <laughs> Get a little extra walk in there. And uh, as Alan would say, hang 10. Hang loose. Hang loose. Whatever. Um, he's Samoan. So my final thoughts, yeah, what I just said. <laughs> no matter what, no matter how little we have to say, we just can't help ourselves and we have to drag this out for about an hour. <laughs> I got to cut out 20 minutes of blippy talk for everyone out there. <laughs> Except for Brian Malone. I knew you'd listen again. I knew it. You couldn't help yourself, Brian. Amelia, what's good? Me and Jonah will be driving down to Atlanta in two weeks. Always room for one more. Let the air be in me. Sorry. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Zach, you told me to say air be in me, and it really landed <laughs> flat. So, Dick. <laughs> Nick, I guess you're a guaranteed out. You never know. Oh, baby. <laughs> well, we're driving Saturday, staying the night, and then pushing it home after the game. <laughs> yeah. I got to go to work on Monday. So. You're going to be dragging that day. 
Uh, Nick's got a psychology convention in Tempe, <laughs> Arizona. Following. No, just um, what time you leave on Saturday? I'll I'll let you know. Let's work this out on air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably early. You know, make it worthwhile. Okay, I'll let you know. No. All right. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Rise together. First place forever. First place forever. We won the cup. Didn't check the final standings. Assuming we won. So nice to get some silverware. See you later. See you later. See you later. Goodbye. 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 Stop listening. Stop listening. Roll credits. Roll credits. Whatever it is I do, I try to think about you. I have a love for you, but nothing has Whatever it is I do, I'm always thinking of you. I hope you look at me, the patient eyes. How well you read, you speak the truth, you speak to me, you feel the love I have yet to find. I know it's there, I know it's there, but I let the sandcastles kill my mind. Pathetic me, I long to be you. I think I'm close, but I stand so far. A turbulent one sheds a turbulent tear. I miss the love only cause they stop. Oil and water, lust and sympathy are life and death my way through the sun. Where originates all the pain that leaves my memory a traumatic sponge and sinks to you. Love, reason, whatever.